0: The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network.
1: Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into U-Mind country. That's U-Mind, short for unaffiliated mind games. And you ain't never going to be the same again. Brace yourself. It's time for Red Hot Truth Injection. Oh, yeah. That's right, bitch. We're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind? Too damn bad. We're going to set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot bitch, We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media one by one. Woo-wee. Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, universe, A. Hey. This is Universe B, it, and we're going to tear you a new one. You mind? So, hey, everybody, it's me, Napoleon Doom, and I am here with Kel Bardell, which is uh, French for what a mess, isn't it?
0: Oh, you did your homework. Uh, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> and uh so yeah uh, i'm very excited the first time that i ever met you guys i don't know if you remember was uh at free comic book day at socal comics that you were performing mm-hmm. yeah and uh-huh. yes and you did the uh cantina song and i was just kind of blown away by your take on that so oh, thanks. yeah it was oh, yeah. Uh, it was uh really really um you guys have such a unique style you uh do kind of like a a world punk kind of style. Uh, And there's not a ton of bands out there doing it. So uh, let us, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started and how you found your sound.
2: Yako, why don't you tell a story? Okay,
0: well, uh, (laughs) I met the Filipino brothers, uh, Alan and Eron on a fishing trip. They were on fishing trip with their uncle and uh, we decided to start a band together. And uh, it's really a mix of everyone's influence. You know, I I used to play on Caribbean Cruise Line for many years doing uh, very bad music, you know. (laughs) And uh, eventually uh, I meet them on vacation. We decide to jam on the beach one day. And uh, in one day we make more money than we do in, uh, you know, two weeks at the cruise line. So I say, you know what, that's it. We're moving to America, starting Gypsy Punk Band. And it's really a collective influence of all of us. You know, uh, Alan and Aaron both uh, listen to much different music than I did growing up. But uh, together, we, we have kind of found a way to harmonize our influence.
1: Very cool. So, yeah, you, you guys have a really unique sound. And, and you guys, a lot of you are, are multi-instrumental, aren't you?
0: Well, that's mm-hmm. the best part, and uh, yes. you know, maybe each of them can tell you their story. Aaron, uh, mm-hmm. you know, both Alan and Aaron, much better guitar player than me. I just happened to uh, be playing guitar
3: on that day. Well, that's and, the uh, we came into this band uh, n- with, well, not with our our main instruments. You know, I had a, I had to bass. Aaron, you'd adapted to banjo, right?
2: Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Basically, learned banjo for this band, so it was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Aaron,
2: how did that happen, you learning banjo? <laughs> oh, that story. Okay, well, <laughs> Yakovitch here gives me a call and goes, hey, Aaron, um, I want to start this band. Well, cool, awesome. I'm definitely down. So, yeah, but I'm going to play guitar. Well, okay, fine. So I want you to play a like, banjo. I'm like, cool, man, but just to let you know, I don't even own a banjo. I don't play banjo. So, no, nah, you can learn it. You can learn it. I'm all. Okay, so here's the deal. Since it's your band, mm-hmm. you, get the banjo, you get the banjo, and I promise you I will do my best to learn it. So kept his part of the bargain, so a week later he shows up at my doorstep with a banjo. Oh, wow. You know, Shitty and,
0: banjo I buy on eBay, you know, just uh, <laughs> boom.
2: <laughs> and so I went to it, watched some YouTube videos, and locked myself in my room for a month, and started started walking away, so that's that. Wow. Alan,
0: Alan was living with him at the time, and he hated it. It was like yeah. tired was coming home
3: every day. Every day I come home from work, and I feel like, you know, we have, like, this, it was an old place in Golden Hill, so wood mm-hmm. floors, wood, everything, and I swear, I, I walk in, and I feel like I'm walking into, a, a, like, a little scene in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean with that band
2: <laughs> background. That's
1: it, great.
3: It was the same melody. It was uh, Dropkick Murphy's.
2: Oh
1: yeah, I was learning all these songs, right? <laughs> so you just play it for the band. That's great though. Yeah. So.
0: Was it the dropkick Murphy's one that we don't play anymore? The uh with the detuned string that there that was like such a pain in the ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I was still learning, but I'm, I'm a little better at that now. So
1: Very nice. Has that always just been kind of how your mind was aligned that you picked up instruments really quickly, or um
2: I think so. I think it's kind of natural, I guess, I would say, um, both, um, our dad, my my dad, uh, he plays guitar too. So he, you know, I think we kind of runs in the blood, you know, so I think
3: bread for music. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we just been playing guitar long enough to apply, you know, whatever techniques and and musical theory into these new instruments. And we just had, it was a learning experience. No, no doubt. And it still is to this day.
2: Yeah. We're still learning.
3: Uh, Yeah. But luckily, we chose a style of music where we can kind of like move ourselves into it without having to like be stressed about learning so much technique and trying to overcompensate or undercompensate at that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of helped us as we we're getting really tight with these instruments that kind of allowed us to still explore our, our sound in a unique way, you know. Um, so it was cool. it's cool. It's, it's really interesting the way, <laughs> the way we jumped into this band. Yeah, you start with like Mumford and Sons, you know, and yeah. like four chords, and then but,
0: you move to like Gogo Bordello, which is like uh, minor key and more chords. Uh, and
3: then <laughs> well, now because we still we, we have we're throwing in like I play Toronto, uh Aaron's got the banjo lately. Jake's got the mandolin. And so we're also in some of our new music, uh, some of our recent music and our upcoming music will have those variations of instrument and. Uh, instruments. And I think, I think that's really exciting for us as of right now, you know, is just having the, yeah. the ability of all these different string instruments.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's, it's such a great sound too. Um, it, it's difficult to compare it to anything. I, I guess like the first sort of world punk band that I was ever exposed to, I guess most people when it hit the mainstream was Gogol Bardello. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but you guys have a very different sound from them. Uh, it, it's really your, your own kind of vibe. And, um, so are, are there cultural influences? Are there musical influences, bands that have sort of shaped the way that your, uh, songs kind of take shape?
3: Yeah. let's maybe we should name it like a, a band each, right? I'll go first. Uh, uh, in regards to this style of music, I really, there was a period of time where I was heavily influenced by Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, okay. And- yeah yeah uh what about you Aaron
2: uh maybe some of just like old jazz standards play, you know, yeah. playing jazz in college and studying jazz in college I kind of just like you know, the jingle yeah the jingle stuff but you know but I you know just because of this band I recently got into like you know gypsy jazz which is awesome mm-hmm. so yeah
1: yeah
0: well you guys got me into gypsy jazz so like that's I mean when we even started I didn't play shit of that but now we're <laughs> <a minute. laughs> Jazz record, you know, and that's going yeah. to be the next thing we do. So it's uh,
1: it's going to be very cool. It's kind of like a San severino kind of vibe to it, or
0: it's like uh, it's basically like if you imagine Kel Bordel playing gypsy jazz. There's like five <laughs> jazz standards, and then there's like five that we write together, and it's uh-huh. a little bit of the world punk vibe, but still gypsy jazz like uh, La Pompe and the whole deal. So. Uh, it's all instrumental, no vocal, and uh, it's ten song. We're going to put it out uh, eventually. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So dur- during quarantine, has that uh, been difficult for you? Kind of like getting your practices together. Do you do it through Hangouts, or uh, h- how do you kind of coordinate? Um, we haven't really practiced, to be honest. <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, for the first for the first few months of of the lockdown, I felt like we all just kept it under wraps you know we just kind of waited and see what the news would say we we played it lightly and appropriately uh, to the best of our abilities but uh once once we knew that we weren't like you know hugging kissing people like during quarantine i think it was safe for us to just say hey social distance let's go in the studio one at a time uh you know i would just put i would you know like say for example i would just like record my parts and then you know we just send to each other and then we all record different different parts and just you know go back and forth and it's uh recording as of right now is one by one it's not all together which it, which it used to be um mm-hmm. yeah the writing process was process usually would involve all of us at the same time but it's a different style now but it's it's kind of fun to try to go with this approach given the, the limitations that we have but i still think we're making it making it through we've been pretty successful uh and on a good schedule in terms of coming up with you know with our parts and songs and you know like jacobish said whenever this comes out um you know we're still we're still doing something you know, this
0: yeah because yeah, we're not practicing doesn't mean we're not recording we're actually recording probably more than uh it's like yeah it's like four. i mean last week I, it was four different days i had each of the band members come over for one day each but uh you know like they like they say we're trying to be responsible not really like all together all the time but we have done we did the live stream uh, mm-hmm. hc after a couple of months we did that one we did one in the garage together uh, mm-hmm.
1: so we'll let this little car pass by and then oh yeah so, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> none that of us was- have control over it so yeah, yeah
3: but, okay but, sorry now now what we did
1: Okay,
3: <laughs> so
1: oh, yeah, very cool. So that's, yeah, that's really interesting that, um, that it's, I think that's really inspiring. You're not letting it hold you back in any way. You're just, yeah, moving forward with your music and creating. Well, there are something. the
0: obvious ways that it's holding us back. Like we no play show or we yeah. don't play- <laughs>
3: Yeah, we were so used to playing like what? Two or three shows, gigs mm-hmm. every, every weekend, every you know? Week, yeah, uh, sure. on- right. So not seeing each other for the first three months of quarantine was the longest we've gone without like actually, you know, hanging out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's,
1: that's actually, um, we we have a lot of bands uh, that do guest voices or do uh, let us use their music on uh, Creeping Wave, which is our audio drama. That's uh, the sister podcast, Do You Mind? And we're doing an Indiegogo right now because we, we didn't expect quarantine would go on as long as it did. Yeah. Um and the venues are shut down and so many people who work uh who who work in bands also work as like bouncers or bartenders right. or things and so they're really hurting and so we have an Indiegogo to try and give back in a small way to uh band members like you. So, so yeah, uh check check it out if you can but uh or spread the word really because sure. we're all yeah. all kind of hurting right now but yeah. I want to try and help people as much as I can.
0: Yeah, that's
1: very so, nice of you guys. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's that's what we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's um, now, uh, Yelkov. Uh, where are you from originally, if I may ask?
0: Uh, Ukraine.
1: Ukraine. Okay, very nice. So, and um, do you, would you say that uh, growing up, that uh, you, you took a lot of musical influences that it flavors your stuff, or do you kind of try to shift away from that sort of sound?
0: uh you know when i'm very young uh of course you like you rebel against the music Mm -hmm. of your parents you know and i want to listen to like american punk rock uh i love like uh anything like fat records or or like uh you know the newer style punk rock but of course the old uh ramon sex pistol thing like this uh And then, yeah, once uh, once I get older and I realize that, you know, all music come from the same place, I start to learn some uh, traditional music. I like a lot of gypsy music. I like a lot of French music. Uh, uh, Yeah. Once once I start to kind of come into that. And then, of course, for the cruise line, you have to learn like Michael Jackson and shit like this. So. uh, Yeah. Try to keep it around it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of taking uh, fr- from everything that you can find, um, and so uh, all of you, when when you first entered into this band, uh, what was your vision for it? Uh, and, and each of you, just were, were you just kind of like, okay, I'll try it out, or were you like, I really, I really want to bring this into it? Or, you know? I think it was just. I think what you said first was like, let's just
2: see what happens. You know, at first, I we just. I don't think all of us necessarily take it super seriously yeah. no yeah.
3: yeah for me it was when they first asked me to join in I'm like temporary mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put in like two or three months make, and they said box. that up front like that's it you, all, all you get is like a couple of months
0: with me and I'm gone baby
2: yeah and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even playing my main instrument so I'm just like okay yeah this is just like you know this would be like a little Aaron's project like, a little
0: gig,
3: you know here or there we see how it go yeah yeah, we started off playing just strictly, I mean, just bar gigs, really. You know, we used a lot of bucks. Um, but the more we play music, uh, the more we're doing all these covers, it helped us really kind of envision the sound that we kind of want to go for. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just kind of took off from there. You know, I think playing so many late night bar gigs allows us, allowed us to just really craft our like performance skills and our endurance uh, repertoire. and uh, again, a vision of where we want to take the music. Yeah.
1: yeah. So do you, like the the bar scene, would you say that the people there are like kind of more accepting, more allowing of you to just sort of experiment, just sort of like, we're going to try this. And they're like, yeah. Or do you find that to be different?
2: Uh, I, I think so. I think you, you start off throwing in stuff they, they want to hear. And then you, throw, mm-hmm. then you throw that, you know, the stuff they're not used to hearing. Yeah. And then it's, more, I think they're more accepting of it, you know,
3: it's, so. It's very interesting to come into these gigs, play a majority of um, of covers first, which to me, in my opinion, kind mm-hmm. of builds trust with these people. Because when they hear that you're playing like The Pose or Dropkick Murphys or Gogo bordello or you know some old Gypsy jazz standards uh, or some even some punk like pop, pop punk rock, mm-hmm. uh, you know they're like, hey, cool, I, I like I like the place they're playing, and then you know, out of, like, the five or seven songs that are covers you just played, you say, hey, we're just going to slip in, like, a quick original. And they're like, okay, that kind of matches what, what I'm already into. And we've actually met a lot of hardcore diehard fans from just random restaurants or bar gigs. Oh, wow. we They come to a lot of our shows to support us, uh, I mean, throughout our experience, which is really nice, you know. You would figure if you go to, like, lot uh, venues where it's just all original music, and sharing the bill with two or three other bands, you know, you try to Cross, you know, cross fans and try to pull, you know, get get some draw that way. But uh, it's, it's a very fun experience uh, taking this late night bar gig approach and building trust with with people who probably just came there to have dinner or like had wanted a drink or two after their long shift and had no idea that this particular band was going to play. And just like we've had plenty of people to say, "Hey, man, I came here for a couple drinks with friends, but they're gone now, and I'm just hanging out here for the next three or four hours with you guys." And uh, then they tell their friends and they come back again like a month from now and they bring four or five others. And, you know, it kind of grows that way. It's been really cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's that's really cool. So you guys have kind of a following that's that's been building up. And uh, what was that like the first time that you realized you had people who were coming back specifically to see you guys? It was it's cool because <laughs>
3: it kind of first, first of all, it let us know that we don't suck that bad
1: yeah
2: <laughs> like like i said like no originally we didn't take it seriously and all of a sudden we're just like whoa this is kind of working or people actually like this you yeah. know i mean or like us it's like okay let's i guess let's just roll with it you know let's keep so, doing it yeah, yeah. very so, nice yeah. it's been very a good fun. time though it's been fun it's always it's always a fun time with these guys so you know and yeah. gal so
1: yeah yeah now there is one band member who's not with us today um and uh what is her name
2: oh there's
0: two there's a oh there's two and Nick.
1: Olivia and Nick are not here. What instruments do they play?
0: Uh violin and drum.
1: Okay. All right. So they 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 weren't able to join us today, but but that's okay. Um now when you guys uh choose uh a, a song to cover, are you thinking of like, oh wow, so and so is going to be so great doing this or 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 is it just that you love the song and you're like I want to tackle it, I want to do it, I want to do it? Or I think it's both. It's like yeah it's either like, you know, Hey, you no, know, this is a song would be good that we
2: like to do. And then sometimes it's all on the other side. It's also like, what would people like to hear, but well, mm-hmm. we'd like to play too. You know what I mean? That would not, that we're not going to get sick of playing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's a little both. So. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Now, I think you mentioned that you don't play a, a certain dropkick Murphy song anymore. Are there songs in your repertoire that you are just sick of that you you can't deal with anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> oh dear. <You're> <laughs>
1: I'm
2: okay with I'm, I'm okay with our own for the most part. <laughs>
3: You're okay with what we have to be. We
2: should be. With our own, with our own, with the originals.
0: Um, yeah, the original no problem. There's a couple I
3: don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play uh <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to admit, you know, there's certain certain nights when a crowd shows up whether it be like a say like a bachelorette party or mm-hmm. uh, a, a group of dudes who you think might who, who like fill the bill of like maybe guys who might listen to pop punk, and so we I, and through the through the years we've actually played a good amount of weddings, and with weddings you get requests, and so sometimes I think there's like random songs that we have in there like uh, come on guys name some random. <laughs> I know you guys. I know there's some in there where like Jake like calls out a song, like, "Hey, let's play this one." Like they might like it, and I'm like, well, yeah. let's do it, man." You know, I what, what would that
0: be? But for me, it's like of monster and Men, but we stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, oh no, yeah, yeah, Mum, yeah, ah,
3: Montfort the song. Mumford and Son. No more of that crap, man. <laughs>
0: no more Mumford and Son. Oh, just a couple, Ellen. Come on. <laughs> I'm,
2: okay. I'm okay with Mumford, man. I'm okay with Mumford.
0: What was it like? how yeah, we do the cave now. Like, Nick does punk rock ending. It's nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, what about
0: there, I, there's there got to be a couple of songs. There's like Britney Spears. Oh,
3: thank yeah. you. <laughs>
1: So, you do like a cover of uh, Baby One More Time or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's the
3: one. <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> That's the That'd one.
3: Nice.
1: <laughs> Very cool. So but, yeah. That must be interesting.
0: You know, Wait. Nick hates, uh, well, we can speak for Nick because we know he hates Pennywise, Bro, him,
1: and uh, <laughs> uh, Chicken Dance. The Chicken,
0: chicken Dance.
3: Girl, uh, um, we're like, hey, Nick, play us like a train beat. This is a really cool cover you'll like. And uh, we throw in the Chicken we would Dance.
2: We him. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. And he gives us
1: his look.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> like, yeah, like I hate you guys. <laughs> oh, you know,
0: almost fucked he- off stage <laughs> at least once.
1: <laughs> oh dear!
0: <laughs> I feel like there's got to be one more. I can't think of it.
1: Well,
2: there's
0: a lot of trolling in the band. We get...
2: you need to Yeah, we like to we like to mess with each other. So yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like Alan and Erin love Jack Johnson. You know. Oh, I love
2: Jack Johnson. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Banana pancakes, man. It's my favorite song. Very
1: cool. So what are some ways you guys mess with each other? Tell me your greatest hits here.
3: Oh, okay. I got a story already. All right. (laughs) During that time, we were on tour in Colorado with (laughs) Bandapart. And uh, I put, okay, we stopped at a gas station. And while everyone was off doing their own thing, bathroom breaks and whatnot, I had gone to uh, the food aisle, and I uh, secretly bought, hop, you know, ghost pepper sauce. It was ghost mm-hmm. pepper sauce, and I put three or four drops in our friend's toothpaste. And <laughs> the morning, he it's woke like up. groomer the the of <laughs> He was so well. He did it. He did it that night because we had. I don't know. He, he's from. He's from France, so. So they don't brush their teeth every night, you know. <laughs> no, they, he brushed his teeth, but he was really stoked on eating hot pockets after like a night of drinking. And uh, so, before he went to bed, he brushed his teeth, and he felt. He said he felt the burn, but he just passed. He just shrugged it off and thought it had something to do with the pepperoni and hot pockets. Apparently, hmm. French don't really expose themselves to enough spicy foods. Even though is pepperoni even spicy to you guys? Is that how offer our taste buds are nowadays? Anyways, oh. I digress. <laughs> Uh, wakes up in the morning second time brushes his teeth realize he's going through the same burns following the same emotions and anguish and questions uh, <laughs> comes out in the living room where everyone's hanging out and just like verbally lays it out on everyone you know he's just uh, it was a good prank it was Will was a very good prank he's done a lot but that's that's my that's one i i often
2: he's like, like who did this which one of <laughs> yeah. you guys and we're just
3: everyone's just yeah, like there's video it's good <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really good.
1: <laughs> it was could have been No, no, it like eye drops or something would have been like outrageously evil, but yeah. like toothpaste is okay. I've yeah. gotten habanero in my eye after cutting it and going Oh, like this, oh, shit. And oh shit. That was yeah. not uh now it's not a nice day.
0: Yeah. So. Is, it bad, is it bad to curse on the uh on the recording?
1: No, that's fine. It's a grown-ups podcast. It's, it's grown-up.
0: are on that podcast. <laughs>
1: So it's, it's all good. I've got one.
0: One time I was playing at Alan's open mic. Alan used to host open mic and he came in with his girlfriend at the time and I'm like, congratulations on getting married. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, they got mad at me for this and they went home and they put a picture of a sonogram from the internet <laughs> on Facebook and they said, congratulations on your child, Yakovich. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother, she called me and oh said, no! What the fuck is going on, You're a little child? You're not telling <laughs> me anything, Yakovitch. <laughs> oh! And uh, yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that was good.
3: That, that was a, that was a good
0: prayer. That was a good one.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. What, wow. what else, Aaron? You got one? You got la pulpa.
2: La pulpa. Well, <laughs> there's there's ting ting, but. Um, we don't we don't
3: if you're not part of the club, we don't talk
2: about that oh yeah oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Ding, 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 ding. so um yeah pranks. yeah They're fun. pranks
0: Very they cool. happen all the time yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think that's part of being a performer like when whenever we did uh I used to do theater when I was younger and and we'd always like pull stupid pranks, and I know we were at a theater competition at one point, and uh. They, there was like a rubber chicken that was like constantly making appearances on the set and that kind of mm. thing. And I mean, that's, that's what you do. Cause he can yeah. be entertained Yeah. That's yeah, like you show
2: love them. for your friends. You just mess with them. That's,
1: <laughs>
2: that's how we do it. Is that
3: the the term? Term? If, if you're not messing with your friends, you don't love them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 Wait, it's is
3: true. that the term for theater folk? Thes- thespians?
1: Thespians. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. I hear thespians get really savage on each other. Is that level of trust, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so there, there's certain lines that you don't cross. You don't want to do anything that's going to cause permanent like damage or that damage. kind of thing. So. <laughs>
2: yeah, like physical or mental. <laughs> right, <laughs> like right. mental damage better
0: game. Physical damage not so much. Emotional,
2: <laughs> emotional damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we'll be right back after this message for your enrichment. Uh, hey there. I'm Napoleon Doom, the showrunner for the Creeping Wave radio audio drama. <sniffs> and this is my boss, Scratch. Hello, oh, mortals. How goes the slow descent into oblivion? Knock it off, Scratch. <laughs> We're currently working on season 3.5 of Creeping Wave. Why 3.5? You know, life got in the way, I guess. Which is why we're here. Up until now, our cast, featured musicians, and score artists have all taken part in our production as volunteers. We're incredibly grateful to you and really want to give back to everyone from the very beginning who's given their time and energy to this project. And that's why we're asking for your help i've been saving up trying to put together a thank you gift for past and present participants on creeping wave radio but circumstances being what they are it's not going as fast as we'd hoped so we're asking for your help to show support for our amazing talent who make each episode possible we're putting in 666 dollars ourselves let you know we're serious about this. Wait, 666, no, 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 you can't do that. And why not? It's because, um, uh, it's because I'm adding $1,001 to the pot. So it's actually 1667, a much less evil number. Ah, yes, the year Milton's Paradise Lost was signed into publication. Sure, I guess. Um, we have flexible goals with the money donated to be split up in accordance to the document attached. Every dollar helps. Our perks include original signed art prints from the show, exclusive sticker sets, acrylic charms, and comics. There is
3: a Creeping Wave comic?
1: No. They're Lost Bread and Horrorgasm comics. But I, I mean... They tie into the same storyline, sort of the origins of the series, you know? How disappointing. Look, Creeping Wave comics are in the works, okay? Are they? Uh, you know, maybe let's just take care of our actors first. And now, back to the show. Sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. Now, when you're up on stage, uh, what are some really memorable, like, good or bad, just really memorable, like, uh, shows that you've had where you've had, like, a crazy audience reaction or something going on? <laughs>
2: I think of something. I just, I just started laughing, but now I can't think of it. You,
3: you, go, you go, Jake, because,
0: Alan, you've got shitty eating grins, so I want to know what you're thinking. <laughs>
3: some crazy ones right <laughs> there i think there's there's well there's been some and i'm not going to name who but there's been handfuls of times where one of us has been really drunk on stage <laughs> and barely play notes uh had to be escorted off the stage by mm. by fellow fans <laughs> uh it was it was epic there's been, yeah wow we provide some gigs uh, There's been and of those. Crazy fans. Have you had crazy people on? Try to. We've. We, man, we got we got some stuff. We were no, cool. Aaron
0: Aaron had that one that like dumped the, the shit all over uh, the guy who kicked the shit all over his pedal. Uh- <laughs> oh. Oh, no.
2: no, that that was one. There's another one in Long Beach where the really drunk girl spilled her whole drink on all my pedals. Remember? Oh. I was so mad. Mm. <laughs> i was oh, so that. Yeah.
0: Long Beach is one of those places where there's no stage. You play on the floors, the pub, and, like, people dance right in front of you and always kick oh, wow. the microphone and smack oh. you in the face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, geez. when you get kicked in the face of the microphone. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's,
0: it's a great fun. Uh, you know, times, it's yeah. lots of drunk people. They cram in with you, and <laughs> it's sometimes it's not, like, fun. Like, like you have a drunk asshole, and you want to, like, like one time I was just digging in this guy's backpack and taking shit out and throwing it all over the bar. <laughs> really and then other times you know they they say uh i I used to see like the manager go and drag people girls specifically out of the bathroom usually pass out with their pants down and he would say only when Cal Bordell plays here and she,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah
0: oh
2: good times I miss those days yeah so
1: that's what? very cool. So yeah, it, it sounds like you guys have very lively shows. So when when things open up again, what can people expect uh, from from a Cal Bordell performance?
3: Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you definitely have a good time for okay. sure.
3: They're gonna expect well let's let's let let me think of the snail here. We're getting out of COVID. Shows are starting to happen. We haven't played with each other in a while, we're excited. But you know, Everything's on the line here. There's a possibility we can just get so excited that we just drink ourselves so silly on stage and we compromise the gig. They can expect some puking. Um <laughs> they so can I've, expect
0: some shenanigans,
3: yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people just like throwing beer around on stage <laughs> dancing and stuff. So bring a bring a raincoat, bring a emergency poncho. Alright. Yeah, bring a bring a barf bag. Um have at least basic insurance. Definitely, this... you want you want the minimal of health care. Yeah, you're going to want at least 50 bucks
1: Wow.
3: Uh,
2: oh, and take a lift in Uber. Don't drive.
3: Yeah, maybe $100 so you can buy the band some shots, too. Is that where, That's what we're talking about, right? Things that people should expect if they, if they see our show, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, the vomiting is going to be coming from the stage, correct?
3: Yeah. Projectile. Projectile, best. So it's
1: like correct. a gore show, but it's real. It is. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the Cthulhu, it's like... Jakovic's mouth just.
2: Bleh.
1: Have we
3: ever thrown up on stage? I don't think anyone has. No. I thought I could remember. Wow. I Once think I.
0: I think I had the best track record out of all of us. Ellen's the only one to never black out completely while playing.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: wow. Yeah. The rest of us can't stay the same. No. <laughs> yeah. Then again, I'm the bass player, so I don't get really too. I don't get too involved, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now are you one of those ones who can like black out and keep on playing, or uh, did you just drop? I wouldn't so. know. I don't remember. Yeah, well,
3: that's
0: I, true. I I'm guess. Waka. <laughs> for, me, for me, I can completely play and not have absolutely no recollection of like the last hour, two hours of the show, depending on if it's like four hour bar gig. There hmm. has been scenario. It's been a while since I blacked out on stage, but. Uh, Maybe Alan's right. We we just be so excited to get back that
3: we all just mm-hmm. like turn to shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> But so, I mean, among among those things, like really, you know, there's gonna be a lot of uh, crowd participation. Uh, oh yeah, a lot, a lot of yelling of, of the haze. You know, a lot of uh, yeah, it's like uh, a lot of, a lot of a lot of stomping, a lot of a lot of movement going on, some sweating, uh. Loud, loud noisy noises, you know, like it just thunder.
1: Every,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, yeah, emotions. Some people will cry, some people will laugh, you know. Yeah. Most of them, everyone's probably going to go deaf by the end of the evening.
1: All right. Well, have...
3: you know, mostly it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fans are going to be like craving that interaction too. So, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. going to be like zombies just heading it's, towards it's, the stage.
3: It's going to get weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah.
1: It's going to be cool. So, (laughs) what is your, if if you can say this without like hurting anybody's feelings, what is your favorite venue for you guys to perform in San Diego or anywhere else? So,
2: Aaron? I can say the most memories or unmemories where things were so good that you don't remember, right? (laughs) Probably the Shamrock, I would say. Shamrock. Shamrock. Marietta
3: either shamrock or thc
2: thc well,
3: yeah, yeah man yeah they have a, a, a savage stage um yeah between those two i would say between THC, between thc and the shamrock a lot of uh i mean don't get me wrong we've had a lot of good shows but some some crazy stuff some crazy stuff
0: they're like the two that we repeat the most and we have the most crazy experience like Marietta we don't play anywhere else besides the shamrock it's the only one and we've been Mm -hmm. playing there since the beginning uh holding company we've played obviously other places in San Diego but we play there like all the time Mm -hmm. when it's open so
1: yeah now when you guys do go on tour and things like that have you ever had like a mishap something like really big happen uh that affected the show
2: mm, I don't know one particular show, but I remember like the last tour, like everyone got sick, mm. like everyone got sick,
3: yeah we're talking about we're talking in the in the u s in Europe like where are we keeping it local are we keeping it
1: oh where wherever like uh you know instruments yeah. getting left on sent to another plane or something like that uh, Ooh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. nothing
1: like that. Unfortunately, that's the only
0: me. the only instrument I can remember is Regina lost her violin in Europe, but we had to turn around and get it from that house. I
3: can recall two things. One one recent tour, uh, the, a, the car broke down. We had to miss mm. a couple. Oh, lines. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then let's 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 not forget, Yakovich when we toured through Arizona, New Mexico without AC. Oh, the oh, AC yes. broke down. Broke <laughs> before the trip.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and it was like, July. July it was a like, it was July. July, mm. August. North July. So LA,
3: it was hell. It was yeah. hell in the car. It, <laughs> It's as if God like had his like blow dryer and was just blowing hot air in their faces for five, uh, six hours. We stopped showering <laughs> the last
0: week of the tour because it didn't matter. You'd just be in there roasting like
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Spontaneous nights crashing at people's places, uh, very little room, floors. Uh, man, cheese, Europe. Oh, yeah, Louisiana. When TJ put us up and
0: came to our rescue because the uh, the owner of the bar is supposed to put us up, and uh, and he got like super shit house and just left middle of the show. and We're mm-hmm. like, what are we supposed
3: to do? And uh, you guys, uh, who wants to take it from here? That <laughs> no, was good.
2: We spent just, just met a new friend.
3: We yeah, yeah. uh we ta- we tossed the dice and said, Hey, let's just go with this random guy we just met two hours ago. No. Oh. And uh into the middle of nowhere of Mississippi. Turns out this dude was dope as F. <laughs> made us some good food, partied at the river. Uh I almost went catfishing, but I got too drunk, I couldn't wake up in time. Go, um. You
2: would go noodling.
3: Noodling, yeah. I almost yeah. had noodling. Oh, um, well, you and, catch it
1: with your hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Uh, TJ, if you're listening to this man, you are one savage character. Yeah,
1: yeah. cool. Yay.
2: Oh, we shot it. We shot us. Uh, we shot us oh, bow. Yeah, we
3: shot arrows. Guy. Yeah, we yeah we we went hunting. We did like the, Louisiana shit. Like the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We acquired accents for the day. You Aww. know, good barbecue. It was it was crazy. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff.
1: Very cool. It so so- sounds like there's a. It turned into a positive towards the end there.
0: yeah 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 so. yeah oh. yeah. we ended up being one of the most memorable of the tour i
3: think
2: that the- <laughs> and do right? a lot of good, i mean there's a lot of good memories that we've had man mm-hmm. a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of good memories
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah very cool so could, could you share any like uh really good memories any anything that's coming to mind for you aaron or um i think the most recent one
2: now Second most recent, when we went to uh, Quebec, that was super fun, just like mm-hmm. the whole trip. It was like a two day yeah. trip, just Backwards the people we met, and it was like mine and Alan's birthdays when we were on tour. That was super mm-hmm. fun, and it was just <laughs> great. it was
1: yeah Aww. yeah now are you are you guys twins, or do you just have birthdays that are really close?
2: Birthdays that are really close, our parents are weird, so they planned. Yeah,
3: the way they planned it, it, it turns out that we're seven years apart and seven days apart from our birthdays.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: yeah. They're Asians. We're really good at math. They planned all lot the <laughs> stuff. <and, you> know, <laughs> seven our lucky number.
1: Very cool.
0: So when we go to a casino, we always put it all on Black 7. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> wow, that's very cool. <laughs> very nice. So, um, with your albums, do you have uh, an album that is your guys' favorite, uh, and and why? Are there special stories, special memories that go along with it? You just like the vibe. What what is it? Um, I'll go
2: first. Um, Me, so far, I think I like a new, a new, the new Freak Show, our most Mm -hmm. recent EP. Yeah,
3: that's
2: because I just thought as like and a bit as a band we we like progressed, you know. Musically, technically, but the one we're working on quarantine though has been actually pretty fun, you know, it's been kind of like a process, you know, like a a longer process, you know just because of how everything's going on right now, but mm-hmm. um yeah, but it's been it's, yeah, I would say that, so, Yakovich uh
0: I think mine is like the five year anniversary because. The, the first recording we did was just like in the bedroom and sound like
3: shit, you know are you talking about teenage at the ball? Yeah, yeah I was gonna I was gonna say that one actually um yeah, yeah I agree well because we have like you know,
0: what I always wanted it to sound like, but it didn't. So then like five years later we make it
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you know actually for me, I think one of my favorite ones is, was uh, as Band Bordel. Okay. Oh, nice. The nice. Yeah. so we have we have uh a friends in, in south france at a band called band apart and uh every year we typically tour and we trade off in, with within each other's countries so they mm-hmm. come out here we host them we book all the shows we we play for a month uh vice versa we go out there in europe and play for a month they host us out there but we should developed to be there right now actually yeah well, you should have been there right now yeah
1: oh that's right you guys were gonna tour this fall huh yeah
3: yeah, oh. yeah. but oh. uh we we developed this thing where we get where each band plays their set and at, at the end of the show we get both bands to come together to create one super group called band of burdell and burdell and Apart. uh that's the a band of burdell name but yeah, we yeah. we have our own original music. You know, some of those guys it consists of like keyboards or slash piano. Uh, we have like uh we have banjo, the charango. We have banjo, guitar. We have percussion, drums. We got violin. We have the melodica. Shoot, like we throw in so much, so much stuff in there, and it's nice. just uh, this. And it's obviously it's in English and in French. It's just like a nice little cultural mix of you know the experiences that we've been sharing and like through those experiences how we put into our music and even though you know very few of us can really communicate with each other language wise the music is the one thing that we can really come to you know it's music it's a universal language you know yeah. so These guys speak French. Some of us only speak English. Oh, I know Yakovic. you speak really good French. But when there's that even though there's that language barrier, music is the one thing that brought us together. And we can definitely just slay the shit out of that, you know?
1: Really cool. So now if people wanted to check you guys out, if they wanted to listen to your stuff, what's the best place that they can do it?
2: Uh,
0: everywhere we on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, you type in Kel Bordel or Kel Bordel.com. That's our website. At Kel Bordel uh, is Instagram, at Kel Bordell Facebook, Kel Bordel SD on Facebook, I think.
2: We also have a YouTube channel. You can see our uh, music videos on there as well. Yeah,
3: just make sure we're not full of crap. <laughs> nice.
0: No, we are full okay. of crap, that's for sure. We are full of crap.
2: <laughs> I did buy a lot of toilet paper last week, so yeah. <laughs>
0: we're full of that's shit. good. You need so, to be prepared, baby.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Very cool. So are, are there uh, any any thoughts or messages that you want to leave our listeners with uh, that sort of like the flavor of your band or anything that you personally want to communicate?
3: Ooh, like a, a closing message, right? Yes. Closing message. Uh, I'm going to do a really random one. If you haven't seen it yet, I love the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You got to see it.
0: All right. That's that's your closing
3: message? <laughs> 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 like, one of us has to be the weird guy that's like, man, is that guy a little autistic? I don't
0: know. He's has
2: to be that guy.
1: He's he he's like, did he
0: really take mushrooms before the interview? I think he well, did. He did. <laughs> he did.
1: You're the bassist. isn't the bassist always like the creepy one? Though is it, or is that yeah. no, no longer? Yeah, correct? yeah. yeah. There you so. go.
0: <laughs> no, Alan's like he's like the adventurous one.
2: Uh, Very cool.
3: Creepy stash. I I'm the adventurous troll of the group.
1: Very nice. I I don't mean creepy as an insult. It's uh, it, it's no. actually in the title of one of my shows that we run. So. <laughs> oh, nice. But, yeah, creeping like wave. Yeah.
3: I do wear... Like,
1: Creep is very endearing for Alan. Very yeah. endearing.
3: So, I wear this creepy like mask on stage often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I wear two of them. So when people like question, like, dude, why is this guy wearing a mask? And then uh, like, I'll go in front of him. I'll, I'll take the mask off. And it's the exact same mask. And people nice. get really scared out about that.
1: And... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love
3: it. <laughs> fun, fun. I like to fuck with people on stage. Yeah, I, miss, I miss the
2: mask. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll just say that we're pretty much a party band, I guess. So once we all get out of this,
1: it's gonna be a good time. All right. Oh sure. Prepare show. for a good time, guys. Yes. Yeah, then <laughs> And uh And Yak- Yakovich. Uh
0: yeah, just uh you know definitely don't go see Sonic the Hedgehog. That's,
2: <laughs> That's a good movie, man. I'll have to say it's it's good. <laughs> I'll second
0: it. I don't remember. There's like some kind of drama. They didn't like the Sonic. He's not looking like the real Sonic.
2: No, they fixed it. They fixed no, it. They, so
0: they, good. They, they fixed it. Yeah. They fixed the, it. The, yes. the, the world got their justice.
2: Yes, thank God. I think
1: I think that was a marketing. I think they already had a Sonic that was going to look that way. That it came out in the movie, uh, and that they just put the bad Sonic in there, knowing it would get a reaction from yeah. people. And all there'd right. be all these petitions. Yeah. All right. I like I like the smart. We we are, right?
0: like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Just release a terrible song and be like, this yeah. is our new sound. And yeah, yeah we'll we'll drama, we'll man.
0: Jazz song. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: the problem yeah. is if they like it. Then- but
0: the jazz, the jazz album is good. Yeah, I think we're very happy about this.
1: <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And I, I really look forward to your stuff coming out. And I, I've really been loving your uh, band since I discovered you guys. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Merci, all right.
1: Yeah. Hey, thank you guys. Yeah, Take you. care. Still all are
0: one. Yeah. All thank right. you. Okay. Until the next time. Thank yeah. you. All right.
1: right. Take care. Bye. Later. See. Bye. Warning. Things are going to get real weird if you're not watching this with video, but, uh, you know, stay tuned anyway. Oh yeah, it's the Creeping Wave playset, brought to you exclusively by Indiegogo. It's really just stickers, but okay. Ah, oh, goat versus fish, goat versus fish, what strange place have I found myself in? Oh, oh. what is this one doing? I won't let you win, you fascist robot. Oh! Don't tear my head off, that is very painful. Is that the Mandalorian? Oh, he will surely save the day. Yeah, I'm not the Mandalorian, I'm the Hoover, and I'm gonna use my power of suction to defeat you all. Oh, don't do oh! Literally us. Oh God, is this what I'm doing with my weekends now? <laughs> Could you guys just donate to the Indiegogo because yeah, we'll give money back to the performers and they do a better job at this than I do. Super special thanks to Cal Bardell for appearing on the U-Mind. And super special thanks to our donors, Vanessa Cook-Farmer, Sharon L. Marcotte, Quantel Langford, Yvonne Chamas, Ali Ross, Anonymous Donor, Strontium, Jennifer Cooksey, and Pat and Diane Gower. Help us give back to our all-volunteer cast for the audio drama Creeping Wave by going to that Indiegogo link in the description below. Or you can go to cal bordell to check out cal bordells music for yourself. You're going to love it. And then you're going to want to follow them on all their social media, like Instagram, at kel or Facebook, at kel SD. Check them out on YouTube. Kel Bordel Official. All links will be below in the description as well. A big helping of thanks to Savage C. Walnar, our legendary announcer who starts every show for us. We could not do it without you, Savage. And the Mine theme, which is composed by Ethan Maxwell. You know what it's called? Demilitarized Zone. Yes, indeed. It'd be mighty nice of you to go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lucidnap and become a regular donor on a monthly basis or go to buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap if you're afraid of commitment and you want to make a small one-time donation, because we'll we'll take whatever. You can go to lostbreadcomic.com, which is my personal website, where I make art for all the people. And, uh, yeah, you can check out prints and stickers and more to come, but I'm working on Creeping Wave Radio right now, so a lot of my attention's going towards that. What is Creeping Wave Radio, you might ask? Well, you can follow us to find out. Or you can just go ahead and check out Creeping Wave Radio. Just Google it. It's on uh, iTunes. It's on all different places, basically wherever you catch your podcasts. It's an audio drama that stars a lot of local San Diego talent and musicians, and you're going to just love it. It's like an old-time radio show. It's an ongoing story, so you're going to want to check out the episodes that we already have up before you lay into the new season, which is coming in October, I hope. I'm trying. I am trying every day, but yeah, a lot, lot of tears. You know what? We don't need to talk about that because this is a cheerful show. We had Kel Bardell, okay? They're a party band, so we're going to party. And you know what? Thank you for joining our party by watching or listening or whatever you decided to do today because that's what it's all about, communicating with people like you, Putting something out there to entertain you. I hope you were entertained. Or at least you can hate watch. That's good too. But special thanks to the Grammarica Show, Nikki Benfield, and the lovable Neil because there are Patreons. You too could be a Patreon and have your name slapped up here on the screen or read aloud in the credits. It's all up to you. The You Mind is brought to you by Lucid Nat Productions in cooperation with the scary old man. I'm not that scary. I don't try to be, but I just am okay that's fair that's fair
0: you don't have to find an interdimensional saloon to have a pint of alien beer with me chrissy garrison just tune into my alien beer podcast each thursday and i'll share my speculative fiction stories with you and every other week i'll be serving up a new installment in my science fiction serial the multiverse blues meanwhile catch up with me at sillyhatbooks.com podcast see you there